Hi there, this is Pride Weekly. We'll start with Monday. Holocaust Memorial Day has been marked around the world, honouring the millions of people killed by the Nazis, including gay men. Homosexuality was viewed by Hitler as a threat to the survival of the German people and his campaign to purify the country. Gay men in concentration camps were discriminated against and starved. Some were castrated and used in medical experiments. Around 10 to 15,000 died in the camps. The Holocaust also saw 6 million Jewish people lose their lives. A memorial for LGBTQ victims was installed in Berlin's Tiergarten Park in 2008. Its designer, Michael Elmgreen, told Associated Press why it includes film of same-sex kissing. It was quite important to have a direct imagery of a love scene, a passionate scene, emotional scene between two same-sex persons, because that is the main problem in homophobia. You can get whatever rights, you can get acceptance on an abstract level, but they don't want to look at us. Holocaust Memorial Day is on January 27th, because that's when the Auschwitz concentration camp in Poland was liberated in 1945. Hundreds of trans people in Indonesia will be able to vote for the first time in a general election. An LGBTQ plus rights groups helped over 650 to get ID cards, but they'll still be listed under their birth gender on them as transitions aren't legally recognised there without reassignment surgery. Indonesia's elections on February 14th. And an American woman says her transitions left her three inches shorter. Shay Scott from Utah had been six foot five, but now she's six two and she's also gone down a couple of shoe sizes. It's thought this is the result of hormone therapy and how it can affect the ligaments and muscles in the spine and the feet. It's Pride Daily for Tuesday. A church pastor's radio show has been cancelled in the US, basically because he sounded a bit accepting of transgender people. Alistair Begg was asked by a caller whether she, as a Christian, should go to the wedding of her grandson, who was marrying a trans woman. The American Family Radio presenter threw in a caveat but said she should attend and told her to buy them a gift. Begg thought being a no-show could reinforce stereotypes about Christians. That these people are judgmental, critical, unprepared Mm. to countenance anything. And it is a fine line, isn't it? But I think we're going to have to take that risk a lot more if we want to build bridges into the hearts and lives of those who don't understand Jesus. Uh, So he's a bit problematic, but anyway... The radio station decided a straight man marrying a trans woman would constitute a homosexual wedding, horror of horrors, and scrapped the Truthful Life show. It had been on the air for more than 10 years. A mum and dad in Italy have been sentenced for abusing their gay son to try to force him to be straight. The boy from Turin was 14 when his father read his diary and learned about his sexuality. He was made to read pages from it out loud show his private parts and go for runs in the middle of the night. The parents both got suspended sentences. And a restaurant in the US has put out a job ad for a bartender saying applicants must be biologically male. Someone at Moriarty's in Philadelphia thought this was a good idea. Spoiler alert, it wasn't. The city's Office of LGBT Affairs is now investigating says it's illegal for employers to make decisions based on gender identity. 
It's Pride Daily for Wednesday. The US Women's Figure Skating Championship's been won by an out queer woman for the first time. Amber Glenn came out as bisexual and pansexual in 2019. She posed with the Progress Pride flag after accepting a gold medal. Comes after a tough few years for her professionally. The 24-year-old had to withdraw from Olympic trials a couple of years ago because of Covid. And more recently, she suffered a bad concussion after colliding with another skater. Amber tells the KOAA5 channel being a role model to her peers because of her sexuality gives her strength. To hear that being a top athlete and being queer at the same time has made younger athletes feel like they're more accepted or like things are more possible and they don't have to hide who they are. It's the whole reason why I've kept going. She's spoken previously about the necessity of being true to herself, says she doesn't want to shove her sexuality in people's faces, but nor does she want to hide who she is. A fire at a gender-affirming care clinic in the US state of Georgia is being treated as arson. Happened last October at QueerMed in Decatur. The office was completely destroyed, but no one was hurt. It sought the FBI's investigating the fire as a hate crime. And Cece Peniston and Ultra Narte are on the lineup for this year's party at Sydney Gay and Lesbian Mardi Gras. It's on March the 2nd, headlined by Adam Lambert. I'm rather more excited by the other two, that's why I've mentioned them first. 10,000 people are expected at the Horden Pavilion. Also performing, you've got Keenan Lonsdale from Love Simon and Love Victor. He'll be singing though, just to clarify, he's a singer too, in case you're not familiar with his oeuvre. <laughs> it's Pride Daily for Thursday. A man who firebombed a church in America for planning to host drag events has been given 18 years in prison. Eamon Penny threw two Molotov cocktails at the Community Church of Chesterland in Ohio last March. The 20-year-old said he was trying to protect children and wanted to burn the church to the ground. It was barely damaged. Reverend Jess Peacock told WKYC Channel 3 the two drag events had to go ahead. To shut it down, what message are we sending to people who are eager for this, who want this, who desire this? Another reason is because there are, whether people like it or not, there's queer people in this county. Among the items found when Penny was arrested, a gas mask, a White Lives Matter t-shirt and a Nazi flag. So not the kind of person you'd bring home to meet your mother. The first out gay Prime Minister of France says mindsets are evolving there when it comes to LGBTQ issues. Gabriel Attal's only been in the job a few weeks, but his sexuality's generally just been accepted. He says France was tearing itself apart over same-sex marriage just 10 years ago, but being French in 2024 means it's fine to have a gay PM. And LGBTQ History Month kicks off today in the UK. This year it's highlighting the contribution of queer people to medicine and healthcare, plus the inequalities they can experience in those areas. There's actually a few LGBTQ History Months at other times in the year elsewhere in the world. The first time it happened in the UK was 2005. It started in America 11 years earlier. And if you scroll through our feed to the Christmas week episodes, you'll find Pride Daily's 8 Part A to Z of LGBTQ History. It's Pride Daily for Friday. Two teenagers who murdered a transgender girl in the UK are due to be sentenced later. 
16-year-old Brianna Jai was stabbed 28 times in the back, the head and the neck with a hunting knife, happened in a park in Warrington just under a year ago. Her mum Esther tells ITV her daughter's killers should be locked up for as long as possible. There was no remorse, there was no sadness or, or any kind of emotion really from, from either of them. I don't think there's any chance of rehabilitation and yeah, the thought of them ever being on the streets absolutely horrifies me. Hopefully they'll be away for a very long time, if not the rest of, of their lives. The identities of Brianna's killers will be revealed later. They've been known as Girl X and Boy Y up to now. A judge has already sentenced them to life, but will hear a decision on the minimum term they'll serve. Access to transgender medical care is being restricted for young people in Alberta in Canada. The province is banning gender-affirming surgery, hormone treatment and puberty blockers for children aged 16 and under. Kids will also need their parents' consent if they want to socially transition and use a different name. Advocacy groups say they'll go to court, calling the restrictions immoral and horrific. And to round off the week, a shocking discovery by police in Seattle in the US, who've been raiding bars there looking for lewd conduct. They discovered an exposed nipple and people in jock straps in a few gay venues. I know you could have knocked me down with a feather. Seattle's in Washington state, where nudity is banned. Nudity in establishments where alcohol is served. I'm Kev McGrath. See you Monday.